our Impacting Life 24-7 sponsors have helped us go where no podcast has gone before. Platinum sponsors, Paul Katrina McCain is the author of Because She Decided to Love. This book is a collection of poetry and prose about love and its important impact on every relationship. This raw and uncut poetry book addresses the themes of how we experience love through loss, hurt, pain, grief, and passion. Connect with her and get your copy of this book at PaulKatrinaMcCain.com. Donald Skip Mondragon, MD, is a 26-year Army veteran, National Veterans Wrestling Champion, and speaker. He is the author of Wrestling Depression is Not for Wimps, Lessons Learned from an Amateur Wrestler's Fight to Triumph Over Depression. Contact him at WrestlingIsNotForWimps.com. The Underdog Ninja Foundation. This was founded in 2020 by Javi and Jessica Madrigal, a husband and wife team that have been battling and overcoming heart disease for over 18 years. Their personal story and experiences have led them to follow their calling of empowering, educating, and supporting those fighting heart disease. Contact this amazing team at underdogninja.com. Belinda Tyson Linder. She has spent decades investing in people from all different walks of life. She has led inner city programs for disadvantaged youth, as well as been a mentor to young adults, married couples, and individuals facing adversity. Belinda and her husband have built multiple six and seven figure businesses and have trained leaders on having tenacity and character in business. Ultimately, Belinda cares about people and shows the love of God to everyone she encounters. Bettina Carey. Bettina Carey is the diminutive four foot nine and a half Latina. She inspires and empowers women to create big results. They break through. No, they shatter their earnings glass ceilings. They kick self-imposed limitations to the curb and live their legacies now. Whether she's coaching from a live or virtual stage or conferring with a small cohort of bold women and men on the rise at a conference table, her championship strategies say you can win today. Contact her at weempoweryourlife.com. If you would like to become a sponsor of Impacting Life 24-7, reach out to clkingspeaker.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Just reach out to clkingspeaker.com if you would like to be a part of the journey of being a sponsor of Impacting Life 24-7. We could surely use you on this train. This is a train that's going down the tracks, ladies and gentlemen. You got to get with us. You got to stay with us because we're going far. And our sponsors help us do that. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, it's good to be back um, in the virtual studios here at Impacting Life 24-7. Coming to you live, sitting atop the Ruth E. Plowden Legacy Chair right here in Impactville. Glad to see the VP is already downrange, already got things going. Put those websites and everything in the place that need they need to be. And I'm telling you that we're excited about tonight's show. Y'all feel the excitement? They said, man, King, can you just give a normal introduction? That's absolutely impossible. Listen. This gripping poetry book that I got in my hands, ladies and gentlemen, then the unexpected happened. It's a gripping poetry book. Then the unexpected happens, leaves no stone unturned as it explores love and the aftermath of love. This fascinating poetry book was written in a time when the world was experiencing an unexpected pandemic and recycled learned behaviors were at their peak again the emotional webs of personal relationships and unpredictable conditions of the world were delicately pinned in this riveting poetry book each noteworthy issue attempts to navigate through the confusion to hurt the pain caused by uncomfortable actions then the unexpected happen proves love can bridge the gap between people on diverse sides of the same issue that's right, ladies and gentlemen, each respectable chapter of this action, gra- attention grabbing poetry book, then the unexpected happen, exposes a different theme beginning with love 
and ending with the aftermath. I love that word, the aftermath of love. Then the unexpected happen provides an emotional roller coaster ride, promising the readers different points of view on diverse matters through the eyes of love. And we've done it again, ladies and gentlemen. We've pulled out, we've pulled out all the stops to get in our virtual studios one more time. The world-renowned Miss Poet Katrina McCain. Put your hands together and welcome her to our virtual studios, the one and only Poet Katrina McCain. Welcome, poets. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. Yeah, we're so glad to have you back, Poet Katrina McCain. And I hope Thank that the int- I hope that the second intro didn't disappoint. Absolutely not. I'm sitting here like I can't wait to read this book. This book sounds like it's gonna be good. That's the way it's supposed <laughs> to be, right? You know, so you can tell people just introduce you. Well, Poet Katrina McCain, she's got a gripping book, and it's just like if you ain't no, if you don't come out as a ten then the people ain't going to listen as a 10, right? I agree. I actually had an interview where it was that stale. And I was like, it was literally over in 30 minutes. I I couldn't even, it was over in 30 minutes. (laughs) Well, thank you again, uh, Paul Katrina McCain, for joining us. Thank you, Greg, uh, who is a Duke Duke fan. I don't know how we can keep, yeah, I don't know how how we can keep Greg on the staff. Him being a Duke fan, Katrina. What because we care we Carolina here, right? I should have worn my Carolina shirt tonight, huh? I know I had on a Carolina shirt today, CL, and I changed shirts for this interview. Yeah, so did I, man. I was just like, well, I gotta spruce it up. I was back in the back getting my makeup and everything together. I said, man, we got Paul Katrina McCain. I can't be just half stepping, you know. And uh so we roll out the red carpet for you and uh let's just get right to it, Poet Katrina McCain. Yeah. How yes. people can how people can contact you. Tell us how we can find you. I am everywhere. Um, I am on social media, um, Facebook and Instagram. I am at Poet Katrina McCain. On Twitter, I am at McCain Poet. My website, www.poetkatrinamccain.com. Email addresses, Poet Katrina McCain at Outlook, Poet Katrina McCain at Gmail. I'm everywhere. Um, If you DM me um, asking about the book of poetry, um, I'll get back with you immediately. Um, Same deal. Um, email me, you know, send messages through the website, whatever. I, I definitely contact my people back. Yes, she does. And I can say that, that when I reach out to her, even though she works part time with me on, on my projects, <laughs> I, she's so busy. I got to be like, hey, this is Chris reaching out to you. This is CL. You better respond to this DM here. Uh, but yes, Paul Katrina McCain is, is easily access, accessible, a global figure, an icon on, on many outlets, especially Instagram. Thank she you. is just crushing it on Instagram. And so, you. you know, Paul, we didn't get a chance to do any backstage stuff. We were trying to, you know, I'm telling you, this technical world that we're in, we 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 try, we try to, we try, we try. And usually, I meet with people 30 minutes ahead of schedule, but it's yes. it's different when you're interviewing somebody you know. I know so you it's, know no it, me. Is this different <laughs> when you're interviewing family? And so. <laughs> I want to I want to go back before we dive into because I'm going to have you just read and do your thing from some of the from some okay. of the from some of the elegant decadent chapters oh. in in uh then the unexpected happened. But I want to go back. Tell us how because I'm writing a book and I'm frustrated. Okay, I'll just confess mm-hmm. before all of America, I'm frustrated cuz I hate writing. But mm-hmm. That's that's notwithstanding. Tell us how you got this itch for poetry and writing and putting it all together. How did this all start, Katrina? It started when I was 12 years old. Um, I wrote this poetry uh, or a poem for uh, my English class. And um, my teacher asked me to stay after class. And I was like, oh, boy, I'm in trouble. I was in an honors English class and she did not play about anything. So I just knew instantly I was in trouble. I had done something wrong. And she complimented me on my writing. And I was like, wait a minute, what? And she said, I think you are an excellent writer. Well, math, I always thought was my strongest suit. I'm an accountant by day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, kind of wrote poetry, you know, throughout my teenage years. The last po- poem that I wrote before I stopped writing was a poem for my grandmother's obituary. So 20 years had gone by, I hadn't wrote anything, you know, hadn't even thought about writing. But then there was this poem in my head that I could not let go. 
So my family was on vacation one time and I was like, you know, let me just write this poem now so maybe I can sleep tonight. And it's, it was the poem that's in my first book because she decided to love and it's titled That Space. So I got that poem copyrighted. Um, didn't know why, just, just thought I should get it copyrighted. A publishing company reached out to me shortly after that and wanted to publish my work. And I'm like, I got like three poems that I wrote as an adult. Everything else was teenage years, you know, puppy love type deal. Right. So it, it, they kind of birthed the idea, like maybe I should look into it. And I did. And because she decided love came out in 2019 and then the unexpected happened came out in 2021. Um, but I had no intentions of writing a poetry book. So, so, you know, you got the itch and you, 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 you know, that's probably the wrong word, but you were, you were honing your craft way back when you were 12 years old. But then, yes. but then some a, a season passed, a, a, a small lifetime passed in between. Yeah, you picking it back up, huh? Yeah, whole lifetime. I'm, I'm a young mom. I became a mom at 18, and after my grandma died when I was around 23 ish, 24, and after her poem, you know, it was all about raising my son and raising him correctly. And you know, he became my life. He played every single sport, so you can imagine I was all over the world. I was here. I was there. I was everywhere. Um, so I, it wasn't time for me. It was time for him. And um, finally, you know, he get grown, he get into college. I was like, okay, now is my time again. I yes. can kind of do some things that I wanted to do. And that's when I started just getting back to, you know, that space wouldn't let me sleep that particular night. Wow. And ever since then, I'm just always scribbling ideas. If it's not a, a complete poem, it's at least the title of one or a setting of the poem or a character or something to that effect. You know, ladies and gentlemen who, who are tuning in to Impact Life 24-7, I'm joined in our virtual studios by the world-renowned author. She's an author of two dynamic poetry books. The first one is Because She Decided to Love, which came out in 2019. And this, I have both copies, by the way, with uh, personalized notes in them and then the second the, and then the second of course is be, then the unexpected happened uh this is this is a riveting uh, man it's almost like i feel like mortal combat man the the dynamics of this book because as you say it was written during a very dynamic time in our lives but i wanted to you just gave me as you guys know who tune in and listen to our global podcast. I am a professional. So though I don't have any show notes before me, all I just need to hear is a few words and I, my brain goes to spinning. We wanted Katrina McCain the last week of March, because this is as many of you should know women's history month, right? You know, I did a whole thing last month uh, for black history month. And I wanted to take this time to publicly embarrass you, to tell you what an absolute phenomenal mother, grandmother, and woman of, of valor that you are. And what you, said, what you said really stood out because you said that you were, you were a young mom and you had to put things off that you wanted to do to make sure your child got your full attention. That's powerful. Thank you. And, Thank you. and, and how is it, um, how is it, you know, that the young man that you raised now is an entrepreneur himself. He got the entrepreneur spirit too, don't he? He does. Yeah. He, does. he has his own watch line and his watch line is doing amazing. Yeah. He um, just got new samples in last week. So he's getting ready to roll those out. So pay attention. You guys they are coming really soon. Yeah. And then he has a very honorable job. He is a EC math teacher of high school kids, which I, I take my hat Lord, off. There's no way in the world I think I could be a high school teacher, but right. he does it. He does it gracefully. You know, he come home sometimes. He's just like beat tired from mm-hmm. the time he get off work. And, um, you know, the weekends, he just relaxed. The majority of the weekends, he don't do a whole lot, but he loves what he does. Um, and then he's a phenomenal dad over top of that. So I'm going to stop talking because you was going to ask me a question. No, 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 no. I, I love it. I mean, only a few morsels of people can see us. The The worldwide audience is listening to us. So I was just taking in a breath and realized, man, this is such goodness. I need to shut my mouth and listen. So, <laughs> <laughs> And, and you know, I, I just want to tell you, uh, Katrina, that, you know, thinking about, we, you know, we're talking about International or National Women's History Month. If you go back, you know, just let's just say reverse the clock a hundred years, things were so mm-hmm. different 
in our communities, in our world, relative to women being standalone content creators, women of prominence. And uh, I want to ask you about that. You know, you being Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur and you breaking into the to the author arena. How has that been for you as as an African-American female? Um, It was it was easy when I did my first book because I used a publishing company. So I rely on the knowledge of someone else who helped me push that out. Um, But this project, then the unexpected happened. I did it myself. Okay. So it was learning um, different things, copyright. It was learning um, the formatting all over again. I mean, it was just so much to learn when you format your own book. And so, you know, that means I self-published, which I knew nothing about the self-publishing world, but I wanted to take on that challenge. And so it was very difficult because I got frustrated a lot of times. You think you're frustrated writing your book? CL imagine edits in the book and you change something one word on page 99 and it screw up everything else and you got to go back and oh do it. So man it took me so long to get this book exactly the way that i want i wanted it to be very professional i wanted when people saw it and they didn't think that i did it that you know a publisher company that's been around for a while actually did this book right um i'm pleased i'm, I'm very pleased but it was difficult the first project was easy, but this one was very difficult. Well, you know, and you've inspired me. I, I, I actually, let me just, to full transparency, I actually have not brought up my book in like five or six days. I, I haven't wrote anything in it because I told you about about last week we was calling on the Lord. Remember I told you that in the pre-little <laughs> pre- minute? I wasn't thinking about nothing about writing no book. You know what I mean? I'm just like, Lord, please help me keep my sanity, you know? And yeah, and that, yeah. that that's life. And and but I, I love what you said there because it is a high quality book, high gloss, Thank you. highly, highly, uh highly quality uh, high quality graphics. And uh, it doesn't look like she just printed this off on a dot matrix printer in the backyard somewhere, you know. And mm-hmm. you said something that that is really telling that just because you're an entrepreneur, Katrina, and just because you do it yourself, it doesn't mean that it has to look anything less than the big box store doing it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, what I didn't want for um, people knew the quality of my first book and was expecting the same quality and they pick up the second book like what is this garbage like when and <laughs> like, what I is she doing even have, yeah what's she doing over there i don't i know i probably wouldn't have given um jesus somebody's calling me see oh, i'm sorry yeah, that's okay she she went off screen for a second ladies and gentlemen because she's speaking to us live you you're tuning in the impact life 24 7 with poet katrina mccain she's talking to us on her i don't know if she has an iphone or an android uh, we'll hold that against her when she when she gets her gets her call straightened out. But you know that that's one thing that I I as a author aspiring author want to deliver. Uh, I want to deliver a high quality product. I want to deliver something that people uh, will read and it's not riddled with errors. I want to deliver something that is uh is riveting sorry that's okay that's okay i want to deliver something that's captivating and when you do it yourself you know sometimes people think you just got to turn your camera back on katrina uh sometimes people think that it you know the the quality or the standard has to be lowered because you know they you paid for all these all these uh bells and whistles before and you know you don't have them now but (sighs) i i really do I do really do believe that there is a labor, there is a journey associated with it. So at the end of me finishing my book, like you doing, like you're doing this one, Katrina, I feel like I will feel like my, cause this is your work. This is, this is your, this is your, this is guarded, man. This is, this is your valuable possession. And then you put all the effort into putting it together. That That's just yeah. a sweetener on top of it. I'm complaining yeah. now, but I know that the end result will be will be joy, right? The end result will be amazing. And the second that, and, and you see things in pieces when you're doing your book. Like you see everything that you're writing now. When you send it off to the editor, you see what the editor suggests. And then you, you know, you fix that up, you polish it up, you get it the way you want it to. You've already approved your book cover. 
but it's something about holding that thing in your hand the first time. Yeah. Like I was in tears, both books and this book, I was way more involved in than I was in the first book. And I cried when I held this book in my hand too. Um, yeah. It's something magical about it. There is something magical. And thank you again, poet Katrina McCain. Tell those folks, don't be, I told you ladies and gentlemen, she's busy. Tell them folks, don't be calling you. You on an international I, podcast. I mean, sister. Really? I mean like, don't they get that this? Should be calling me, yeah, anybody that should be calling me right now should be watching. That's this, what I'm this, saying. This get, like, hang up the phone people? and watch her, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can go to poetkatrinamccain.com. And at Paul Katrina McCain, I'm assuming people can get an autographed copy of the books. Absolutely. Right. The book is also available on Amazon. I, you can order the book from wherever you choose to. Some people just feel more comfortable with doing it from Amazon, but I cannot autograph those copies. But if you order it from my website, every book literally flows through my hand. I'm a one pony show over here. Yeah. I do the mailing. <laughs> I do the autographing. I do the ordering of the book. I do everything. Said, um, and then another beautiful thing show. about ordering it directly for me i always put a little small thank you gift inside the book as well um so yeah i always encourage people to buy it from me but i don't care where you buy it from but as long as you buy it well i could just tell you this that i was looking here in, at the 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 very prestigious impacting life 24 7 desk because i think i've used them all up but you i'm i'm telling you i had notes all over my table you know when i'm making show notes or whatever and I think I'm just about out, so I'll have to buy uh, uh, the next set. But she she provided me with a, a bookmark and uh, personalized uh, notes for for note taking. And let me yeah. tell you, I, those those came in real handy, very practical. Oh wow! Yeah, I used I'm them. Gonna have to mail you more. I used them all. I really did. I really. I did. will mail you more. So I'm looking like where where are my notes? Um, and so <laughs> when when you when you talk about the journey of then the unexpected happened and 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 you did you start writing as the uh, when did you start writing if you recall um i probably started writing um as soon as i was finished with because she decided to love i okay. try to give myself a mental break um of a couple of months in between the books but because she decided love jumped off so fast right um i mean like immediately like i was really surprised how people was taken to that book right so i probably took four or five months off but i was still scribbling you know right. still scribbling. but then i didn't write probably the first complete poem to maybe six months after because she decided to love so and that's like mid 2020 Mm-hmm. Okay. And then when I was writing this book, um, then the unexpected happened. You know, we was dead in the middle of Black Lives Matter been around a while, but it had started showing its face again. And I, I tell anybody, I'm not a person that like writing social issue poems because I'm a crybaby. But the, the social issue section in this book, I am so proud of. Yeah. It's so raw. It's so it's so not delicate. Like I wrote poems in because she decided to love. Right. And you know. That's where it's interesting you say that because and I'm I'm hoping people and young ladies out there who are aspiring authors will listen to this. But, you know, that's one area that I maybe am struggling with because I'm writing about some very grievous times in my life. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah. I'm trying to be like, OK, well, I want people to read it and not get totally psyched out. But I don't want to. This is my first work. And this is 47 years culminating, right? I don't want to water it down either. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely and, and, not. And it, go ahead. If you are authentic as it sounds like you are, but writing this book, you are going to be completely exhausted with each writing section. Uh -huh. um, and I was. And it was like with, with each, even if it was a love poem, you know, I was pouring all of my emotions out in these poems and I was trying to capture what I felt in that moment when I well, the moment that I was trying to reflect in the poem. So it, I don't care whether it was social issue, if it was love, it was still not difficult to write, but it, it pulls from you. I mean, right. you just feel depleted when you're done. Right, man. You, you're telling the truth. So go to page. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive in here real quick. Cause I, I just want to, yeah. I want to, I, I just want to give people a bit, some samples. We're going to put a little buffet out here for y'all. Yeah. We can't, we can't read them all to you because we want you to buy it. If we read it all to exactly. you, then you ain't gonna buy it. Let's go to page fifty-three. Uh, this looks this looks good. Um, page fifty-three starts the social chapter, 
And yes. uh, let's I'm gonna let you read it because you it, it it can't flow no better than from the source. Go ahead. <laughs> so this one is called Hands Up. Privilege rise in the car with you. Law and order seep through your window, mirroring the hatred in your heart. Exercising your oath to serve, you scream at me, hands up. My hands have been up, fighting for the injustice against my people. My closed fist intimidate, intimidates you. My skin color annoys you. So much so, my basic rights are ignored. You choke me, shoot me, and beat me with or without resistance. Silent or violent protests are the same. Another life, lo- another life lost at your hands. You receive a badge or honor for your services from the one-sided account of the body cam. My people attempt to restore my tarnished reputation as a celebration of life and a, year, a yearly date of remembrance. No winners in this vicious cycle of blue with a justice system protecting only you. Wow. So as you can see, this is definitely about police yeah. brutality. Yeah. And um, I wrote this one after, well, it was much later. It, I can't remember the young man that had the disability and the police was trying to stop him. He just, you know, was so agitated and they ended up killing him. I cannot remember his name, but I wrote this poem after I heard about his story. And it was after um, George Floyd's story had, it, it didn't die down, but that wasn't in the, every time you turned on the news anymore. Right. But yeah, that was, that, that's where that poem came from. Well, you know, and, and here's the deal. Uh, I had a couple of weeks ago, you may have saw it. I don't know if you did or not, but I had my friends, doctors, Eric and Daryl minus on, and they actually wrote a song f- during their phenomenal musicians. They, they actually wrote a song uh, called I can't breathe absolutely a beautiful powerful song i could i could almost see that going with a couple of these and um you know here's here's the deal katrina that we should be a lot and i'm thankful that you're giving us a vehicle to see the expressiveness of this right we should be allowed to have these expressions because they're real yeah they yeah. are real. And the, listen, I got a lot of police friends. Greg is one of them. <laughs> so yes. that's and, and everybody who knows me knows how I feel. But we can't just say that this one in, incident is an isolated incident. We can't, we can't, we can't continue for the sake of not making people uncomfortable, right? We can't continue to say, well, that was just that one incident. Then we got, then we get, well, it was that one incident. You know, I I think about, I think about Tamir Rice. Remember him from Cleveland, Ohio, from my old stomping Mm -hmm. grounds. And I think about, I think about how, it's not just it's it's not just the what it's the how you know that this little kid out 12 years old yeah they don't pass pr- good information on the 911 call somebody's saying well there's this little kid out with a looks like a toy gun but I don't know then then the cops show up and on the video it's 2 seconds from the time they pull up to the time the kid is dead Who's supposed uh, and, and and we I think they got tougher rules of engagement in Fallujah and Afghanistan than they do in some police encounters. Absolutely. Am I, t- am I telling Absolutely. the truth? Boy, that that's heavy. You're telling the truth. And, you are. You yeah. definitely are. And and so so when we when we talk about these emotions coming out, um, man, th- these are these are heavy emotions. I want to I want to get one more. You you comfortable with doing one more? Absolutely. All right. Let's Absolutely. look at let's look at um, let's look at the uh, sixty-two page sixty-two. Oh, comparisons and confusion. Yeah. Go ahead, sister. <laughs> go ahead. Comparisons and confusion. See, look, look, I, look. See, I'm telling you, it's an emotional moment, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it. Go ahead. It is an emotional moment. Way too much warming for comparison with a twig. Promises to break standards if you place me amid. Being a real one requires my man, mind, my man's mind to config. 
seeing only my loyalty and honesty are off the grid. Killing our black boys have become their new drug. Injustice, I pray away as my heartstrings tug. Unjustified reasoning, I see with my mind unplugs. Discrimination is why I greet and leave you with hugs. Your song lyrics have messages that underline. The unpoverished state we live in, they define. Our empowerment lies tucked away in our rhymes. Power in numbers as we urge our people to combine. Profiting and taking advantage of our compassion, we need to bankrupt these fools by creating our own fashion. <laughs> Tearing our families apart with names on their dockets and their system is where they gain the most profits. Wow. So as you can tell, I was upset when I wrote this. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Katrina, I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you uh, get upset, but I can just tell right there. I don't want to be in the war path. <laughs> I mean, really, I call them these fools. Yeah, yeah. She, she went, she went to it, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, again, I'm joined by my friend, and she's a two-time author and poet, poet Katrina McCain. We're going through tonight the book. You got to get a copy of it. Then the yes. unexpected happened. You can go to Amazon. Greg, could you put her Amazon link in the chat too? Also, you can go to PaulKatrinaMcCain.com and get your signed autographed copy. Like, look, look, ladies yes. and gentlemen, though y'all, I ain't going to let you see what she said. She did, <laughs> she did write it in the book. And that's one part that I am so looking forward to. Now, let me ask you this, yeah. Katrina. You didn't really sign it. You kind of wrote your name. Do you, did, have you worked on, like, having one of them cool, fancy signatures? No. I have the worst cursive handwriting ever. Are you, you serious? Not read it. Yes, I broke my wrist when I was learning how to write in cursive, uh -huh. and I never rebound. Okay. So the only thing you would see in cursive, cursive is if I'm signing an official document. Otherwise, it's going to be because you couldn't read it. Nobody yeah. can read. I can't read it. <laughs> Well, I do wonder, and I don't know if you guys out there watching know this or not, but I'm just wondering, and chime in if you know, but I'm wondering, do, like, celebrities go to, like, um, autograph classes? Because some yeah. of them got some really nice ones. Yes, they do. Yeah, I mean, like, I, yeah. I mean, I, and I've been, I've been behind the scenes, y'all, keep this quiet, but I've been working on having a really dope signature when I put that signature in that book, boy. Look it's gonna, at you. It's gonna, it's gonna be like I won't just be worth some money one day, baby. <laughs> so, yep. And again, Greg put that put that in the chat. So for thank thanking you, Greg. It's so good to be back together. You know, our, our we are trying to get our staff together one day, all under the same roof. We tried a couple months a month ago, and we was in Arkansas, and Katrina was in Russia. So we just yes. we talked. We messed that up. We tried. We tried. Yeah, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. But um, it's good to have everybody together tonight because we have really augmented our our show schedule because I need some space to write this book. You know what I'm saying? I need space, and I don't need to be tied down every night of the week trying to produce. Now, let me talk to you about that. Being a content creator. How do you how do you feel as a content creator, especially you now shouldering the load of being the author, finisher, editor, promoter? How do you feel uh, and how does that weigh on you as as a as a, you know, as an entrepreneur? I think you take everything a little bit more personally than um, probably with me. I'll speak for me. I probably take things a little bit more personally than I should. Um, so because she decided to love, I haven't gotten any bad backlash from my poetry um, at all. Um, but I will say then the unexpected happened has not been selling as great as because she decided to love. And that's probably partly because of me and, you know, health issues and things going on. And I wasn't able to get out and do the things that I did with because she decided to love. But I took it personal once. I was like, why are these people not buying my book? Like, this book is the book. This is the one you really need. Right. This is one you need in your um, house. You need this one. Right. So you kind of, when you, when you do from the very beginning to the very end, um, me personally, I had a tendency to um, take it more personally than I did with Because She Decided Love. Because Because She Decided Love, like I said, flew off the shelves. I couldn't keep books in. And then I went through this dry spell and then it kind of picked up again. And so I'll sell 
you know, books every now and then, the royalty checks that are coming in from it are amazing. All right. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> but then, then um, the unexpected happened is doing a whole lot slower than because she decided to love. And that's okay. That's okay. So now help me understand, again, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like in, in some ways, and I just want to say this, Katrina, I feel like mm-hmm. God has called me to promote people. I really do. do such a wonderful job at it. Well, no, what I'm saying is, is that, you know, I, I, I just feel like with so, with all the good that's in the world, let me just do my best to, to share others good with people. And it's, you know, otherwise people wouldn't have heard. There's people in my circle that would not have heard of then the unexpected happened, but now mm-hmm. they, now they do. And I yeah. want to ask you, I want to ask you about the forensics or the anatomy of putting together a poem. Now that's a good question, right? You better tell everyone that interviews you from here on out. <laughs> they better come steal this question. I want to know about your your the psychology and your your thought processes that you use to construct a poem. Um, I only write when I feel motivated to write. Like I'm not one of those writers that sit down every day. I want to have a certain amount of poems completed by a certain point, which I do give myself deadlines. I do do that, but I don't write if I'm not led to write. Mm-hmm. Um, so my inspiration is drawn from so many different areas, you know, life itself, you know, the love that I have for people, um, even the news and incidents that are happening in the world. Um, so when I sit down and write the first go round, I just try to get everything out because I don't want to get I don't want to get caught up on the grammatical stuff or right. um, the the flow of the poem first. So I get everything out and then I start working on the flow of it. Yeah. Um, so to me, you know, one of my favorite lines is that poetry has this invisible beat that that the words flow over. Mm-hmm. And if you don't catch, if I don't catch, let me speak for myself. If I don't catch that flow, then I, you will never see that poem. Right. So. That's round two. The third round is I'm going back looking for grammatical errors. And then let's say I use a word 10 times um, in the book. At that point, I'm trying to go in and find a similar word. I don't want to use the same word every time. I want to show that I am a diverse writer. Yeah. So my poems have, and I'm not exaggerating, at least 10, 15 edits from me before it even touches an editor. Um, So that's my process. It takes me a very long time to even get what enough material for a book because I am a perfectionist when it comes down to that. You you're you're good. And uh that's why I Thank keep you, that's why that's why I keep you around because I'm gonna use you for I'm gonna use everything I can to get out of you. We we in, in our team meetings, ladies and gentlemen, at Impacting Life twenty four seven, my ultimate goal is to to have impacting life twenty four seven as the promoting engine for anybody that wants to do something great man and uh yeah. but you got to get if, if you get with us later it's gonna cost you a little bit of money my team is free but it but later on down the road it's gonna cost you a little change you know what i'm saying you better <laughs> um, jump on a bandwagon you better, now, you better jump on down baby <laughs> um you talk about and and i'm gonna ask you to read you can get to page 34 while i'm making my 34 yeah page 34 while i'm making okay. while i'm making my remarks but uh, sometimes we we have concluded that poetry, you know, we think of roses are red, violets are blue, sugar is sweet, and so are you. But nice, yeah, yeah. nice. Snap, but, snap, snap. That, that's uh, yeah, right. I like that was so original. I might get sued for saying that publicly. But we also, what you uncover and show in this in this writing that um, heartbreak and uncovering heartbreak was a part of your writing and so i want i want you to read poison in my belly and then give us kind of the after what was the insights behind it all right here we go poison in my belly overflowing with a slow steady steady desire the poison in my belly began to rise the toxin craved naughtiness for me causing a constant internal struggle within. The poison in my belly tried to overtake my senses, forcing me to bite or sting or to refuse his desires. I never, sorry, y'all, I'm I'm messing this all up. Let me back up just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, The poison in my belly tried to overtake my senses, forcing me to bite or sting to refuse 
his desires. I never willingly participated in his feeding sessions. The beach seemed to be its only temporary antidote. I wandered aimlessly through the sand some nights. The ocean waves were betraying me as they dragged, as they raged. Sorry, CEO, you're the only one that can see this. I need to stop saying I'm sorry and keep going, huh? Yep. <laughs> the ocean waves were betraying me as they raged. The full moon aggravated the craving more. The nodiness urge, urges weighed so heavily on me. The bra strengthened to a level I've never seen. As I fought against my unwanted assignment, one morsel of evenness would end this suffering. My words became difficult and jumbled. My skin began to dampen and turn pale. Closing my eyes to gain some control, venom oozed from my ears and my mouth. The beach caught my tumbling body. Hearing it calling my name through my dizziness, the poison in my belly craved substance. Rushing by my side to assist after I passed out, he gently brushed the sand from my face. Unaware of, of my bloodshot eyes and my unfilled desire, his kindness and concern did not deserve my deceit. I found a perfect victim as it was too late for him. Closing my eyes after, after I found the perfect spot to bite him, the poison in my belly selfishly won once again. I don't know where this poem came from. <laughs> this one surely isn't based off in, in, in an experience that I had gone through. And that's the difference between these books. Because she decided to love is truly based on something that I experienced or something that I felt or something. Then the unexpected happened. My imagination was off in left field. This, but see, that's what 80%. I'm saying. I, I, yeah. I'm just like blown away because when I read this earlier today, I was just like, I wonder what she's talking about now. So, so then when we go back to the forensics, you talk about world, you, you know, what you view and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, but you also have this natural ability to have a blank canvas mm -hmm. and just start putting some brush strokes on there huh yeah yeah and i tell other poets that reach out like how do you write the way that you do do you mind reading my portrait and give me feedback well i will read it and but i i would never critique anybody's work because the way that you wrote your your portrait is the way that you want to present your portrait to the world who am i to tell you that you need to change it or it's not good enough and I was like, you need to believe in your skills. Now, I can go in and say grammatically what you did incorrectly, but otherwise, I won't give anybody that feedback. I will tell them what I like the most. Like, I had this one person that was sending me portrait, and they was constantly talking about dying or killing somebody. And I'm like, <laughs> um, um, your yeah. words are great, but are you going through something? Yeah, like, like, your portrait you is so dark. Do you need to talk and, to and somebody? Yeah, that's what I said. Your push is just so dark. Like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and you know, interestingly enough, though, um, we, you know, that <laughs> the the poison in my belly could go a million different directions. You know what I mean? I was oh, yeah. thinking, I was thinking, like, okay, so is this about you know, is this about an un, you know, pregnancy, or is this about Ooh. you know what I mean, or is this mm -hmm. or is or is this about uh, something that I had that's a hurt that I carry around with me and then I wind up wounding someone that's trying to love me. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and so um, poet Katrina McCain is in the house, ladies and gentlemen, and we are talking about, I love it, we're talking about uh, Then the Unexpected Happened. She's also the author of Because She Decided to Love and yes. you can get both of those books at Amazon. Greg already put those in the chat. And of course, um, you can go to poetkatrinamccain.com. Now, let me ask you a business question in terms mm -hmm. of, in terms of, you know, promoting your book, having a, a landing page, like your own personal page where people can reach out to you directly what advantages do you see having one of those as opposed to just going through Amazon? People tend to pick up a little bit more of your personality on your website mm -hmm. versus just on Amazon. Cause everybody's um, books are presented the exact same way on Amazon. Roger. So on my website, um, one of my cousins actually did the website for me and I sent him, 
pictures and videos and, you know, the write-up and everything. And he kind of designed it the way that it is. And I was just so floored how beautiful it was. I only critique like small amounts of things. Um, but but my personality was able to come through a little bit. Like you, you were able to see, I think it's a picture on the landing page. It's a picture of me holding because she decided to love. But once you get inside of the website, there's a picture of me autographing a book at from my book lunch party. Right. So the the website tends to add a more personable touch than Amazon does. And the same with just, like I said, ordering the books directly from me. I try to give that personal touch and let you know, I really do appreciate you buying a book for me because you could spend your money anywhere in the world and, and you spent your money on me. That's the truth. And and I feel the same way uh, relative to our uh, the sponsors of our show. Of course, you are one of them and, and um, you could spend your money anywhere. And I'm thankful for you being on this journey with us and uh, being a friend, just somebody we yeah, can call on. Of course. So, page fifty-two. I want to know 52. if this. Yeah, I want to know if this one is personal, or did you just look at uh, some observations in society and kind of look look at looked at this through a met, looked at this through a <laughs> metaphor? So, tell us about ma- mask. <laughs> this mask, mask actually is real. Okay, mask um, came from people just noticing people's patterns on social media okay and noticing one day you're super religious and the next day you're super the devil Uh-oh. and then one day you're super something the, next day you're Go the, ahead. the complete opposite and so it was it was just a special on instagram it was really agitating me <laughs> so this one was one of those quotes i used to do quotes um i, I would try to do them daily um if i could think of something and put them on instagram and this just so happened to be one of them and so when I was putting this book together, I was like, there's a lot of great quotes out there that I've shared already. And I just grabbed a couple of them and started the chapter with one and ended the chapters with one. Um, so it's actually two of these quotes per, so it was four chapters in this book. Right. So it was um, eight of them. Well, 10, because I started the book with one and ended the book with one. All right. So let's hear about Mask. So. Let's hear the quote from Mask. <laughs> so... With your mask on or your mask off, you will have to deal with the consequences of your many faces publicly and privately. Yes. Yeah. Like it was just—it was just the irritation of people, uh, and uh, yeah. Um, and I don't—I don't say anything when I see this, right. but I can definitely write about it. She can write about it, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Katrina can pencil whip you really bad. You better watch yes, out, ladies I can and gentlemen. Do that, and and you know I that, can do that that that. But it's 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 metaphoric, but it's it's very real too. Mm-hmm. Okay, because. Let me say that all of us is striving to try to be somewhat, you know, up and on the up and up and above board. But you're right that there are consequences to the many masks that we wear. You know, we we the mask that we wear in the sanctuary with the saints of the most high. That ain't the mask that we wear back at the house that ain't, that ain't the same sure. mask and you know sure. you know the the kids i mean the the people who know who we really are who unmask us is our kids absolutely because and i've i've had to in you know in recent years because i know everybody just thinks i walk on you know heavenly clouds but i'm I yes don't. we do but i don't i'm <laughs> <laughs> super 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 flawed and I, um, I've had to sit my kids down, even, you know, when they got older, late, you know, mid teenagers, later teenagers and say to them, Hey, listen, man, I, 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 I know I might be a leader here and I might do this here and all that kind of stuff. But I know you guys know the real dad. Y'all mm-hmm. don't call me CL. Y'all call me dad. And this would go the same thing for your spouses. And I, and I had to tell them that I'm working hard to try to be as close to the guy you guys see here as the guy you see out there. I ain't, Absolutely. Ma- I ain't mastered it. <laughs> Lord knows. Absolutely. Um, but you know, I, I, I really am. And, and so putting, 
you know, taking our masks down. You know, everybody probably saw this and immediately thought she's talking about COVID masks. No, we talk no. about we talk. See what I mean? See, we talk about the yeah. yeah we talk about the metaphoric mask, the mask that yeah. we actually wear. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah, yeah, because you know we go home, you know, after a rough day, and and we do have bad days. So when I when I mentioned you know people on social media, you know how they're just opposite. You know, we all have bad days, and you can tell when somebody's just having a bad day from a post they made put on social media, but I was talking about something totally different when I meant that, like being night and day. Um, right. I try to, to be the exact same way all the time on social media. And I would like to say that what you see is what you get. But then when I'm at home, you know, it's time for me to woosah. Yeah. You know, it's time for me to let my emotions out. It's time. And my son right. see a side of me sometimes that, you know, nobody else have ever experienced. Um, right. Right. So I, I definitely get what you're saying, but yeah. it's, it's not because I'm fake or phony in any place that I'm at. Right. Um, it's just, you know, you're in your comfort zone. You know, that's, you can put your T-shirt and your shorts on and your socks and walk around like you want to. That's a reality. That's a reality. Yeah. One of the other, I think this might be another a change uh you did on page 46 is this is is this an example of one of those um chapter uh you did you did yeah. just like we just read yeah, cha- yeah changes and man you know i i i think i made a post i can't remember because i don't know i when i was asking you about being a content creator one of the challenges for me is this you remember how it was back in the day. You just about as you just about as young as I am. Yes, <laughs> I, I said <laughs> I didn't say old. I said young, right? But you remember, <laughs> you remember how when a a good song came out, and if you didn't have the tape or the record, you'd have to wait for it to come on the radio, right? Yes. And that that song had like staying power. Right. It, it was like, man, it, it didn't get old because you was you was always looking for the next time you could hear it. Yes. I mean, and then when you bought when you got the tape, if you had, had moved up for records, when you bought the tape, you wear that song out. till you had to re- repair the tapes back in the days. That's what we used to have to do. And yes. and it just seemed like things things stayed, you know, in the moment longer than what they do now. Man, I'm uh-huh. telling you. They done already moved on from Will and 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 uh, Chris Rock. They done, it, that's twenty four hours. That's all you oh, yeah. get. They they waiting for the next thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when you when you wrote here about changes, read read these uh two four six. Read those six kind of uh, sentences about changes. Okay, seasons always change. Feelings frequently change. Love eventually changes. You surprisingly change. I reluctantly change. Life unwillingly changed. So this was an Instagram challenge uh, for one of my really good friends. And he wanted to see what we came up with changes. So it depends on, I guess, what you are experiencing or how you're feeling at the moment, whether this poem is negative or positive. Right. And when I wrote it, um, it was coming from a negative perspective when I wrote this poem. Mm-hmm. But then when I was going back through my edits and, you know, all of that, I was like, hey, people can take interpret this however they want to. And I now see the positive side of just because love changed doesn't mean love is bad. You know, you right. got the puppy love in the beginning, the honeymoon stage, and then you got that enduring love. Yeah. So that could be where love eventually changes. And then life always changes, good or bad or indifferent. Life is always changing. Um, so it depends on the mood you're in or however you decide to interpret that poem. I, I totally agree. Uh, you know, Greg said, oh, I just missed his comment. He said he had an eight track when we was talking about <laughs> when, ah. we, when we was talking about records and tapes. Yeah, Greg had an eight track in his car, probably. <laughs> You know, right. we, we need to get my cousin up the park. You, with you know, you know what we need to do with Greg? Smartphone. Right. We need to <laughs> forbid him to be in the comments because sometimes he posts stuff. I'm like, Greg, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. But he was in the moment. He was talking. He was right with us. He was there. I'm like, eight track. What? Don't nobody know about no eight track, brother. <laughs> so you're right you're right and you know and you know the the thing hey niecy jay the thing that the thing that um i struggle with is as a parent that time that you have with those kids is just it is a vapor 
It, it really is. It is. It is just a fleeting moment. I was at a musical the other night, and it, I got my kid, you know, Jeremiah, he's not into the arts. But, of course, as you know, Chris was, and my, mm-hmm. other, da- my other daughters were. And um, I just, I've, I felt like so empty. I've, I felt full from the play, but I felt so empty as, a, a, I don't know, a parent, a person. It's just like, all, this is all done. I, I don't have any kids that participate in this anymore. All, everything's changed. See, changes. Everything's changed. Changes. You know, Chris is in, Chris is in Colorado. The girls are here. My son is in Ohio. It just, I'm, but, but I feel like, but I'm still the same. You follow yeah. me? I'm like, I'm, I'm still that same guy that, that pushed y'all on the swings, man. Y'all make me get emotional tonight. I'm still that yes. same dude that, that, you know, did the covers up and had you run and hide up under the covers. And, but, but life, you said. Life. And they, they go off and they do their own thing and they come back as different people. <laughs> yeah, and they do. They, yes, they come they back do. as different people and my son went to college and he came back home and he had his daughter his last year in college so you know they both live here with me he has sole custody of her right um but he's different yeah. and i'm like what happened to the kid that i dropped Word off in up. college when he was 17 and i'm in the stairwell crying and you're in your room crying yep. what happened to that kid yeah like, do you even cry anymore do you have any emotions like who are you now <laughs> <laughs> You're telling the truth, man. They come back as different people. Man, we we just we just lose our we lose everything when these kids go off. We just like we we still want to baby you, and yes. uh, changes happen. It does, yeah. and and we have to we have to recognize that. And man, whether you wanted to or not, you have to embrace it because you said seasons always change. Seasons always change. Man, and and listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, you got to get a copy of this book. To get in your season, cause season your season is coming. Don't think just because you eat top ramen tonight that you can't eat filet mignon next week. Okay, Absolutely. your season is coming. You know, I, 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 when I went to when I went to Norfolk, you want to hear something funny? I went to Norfolk three or four times up there, scouting out the area where Chris is going to be stationed there temporarily. So Charity and I went up there, and the first time we went, we stayed in like a red roof inn. Just because we was being cheap, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to spend all our money on activities, and it was the worst hotel living experience. I mean, like the elevator elevator was condemned. I mean, it was it was a disaster. I'd be like, people, I think people were dead in the back of the uh, the counter. I don't know. So then I think we stayed somewhere else, and uh, we stayed at an Airbnb, which was nice. It was on the water. And I said, you know what? Um, yeah, we're we gonna we gonna change this. We're gonna go a little further. We're gonna go to where we're supposed to be. So last time I stayed in the 27 story Hilton. Ooh. Right downtown where they where they where they like got their pinkies in the air and they opened the car yes. door for you. I said, yeah, I can get with this kind of change. Y'all feeling me? I'm changing too. I'm, since y'all all wanna change, then they're like, Dad, why you ain't staying in the motel six? Cause things change. Y'all got Same out, thing. so I so I got more money now. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, that the truth? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? So listen, ladies and gentlemen, this has been. I mean, we could. I wish we could have just did it for three or four hours. Get yeah. uh, get your book, get the copy of it right now. Then the unexpected happened by poet Katrina McCain. All you got to do is go to poetkatrinamccain.com, and I hope you hear the music in your ears. That's letting everybody know around the world that it's a sad end. Everything changes to uh, to the Impact Life 24-7 episode. But I would like for you to just take a moment, Katrina, since we are celebrating Women's History Month and Mm -hmm. that that music should come back on. I, I would like for you I would like for you to take a moment and speak to the nation as a powerful dynamic creative woman and speak to other women out there who may be in a uncertain season in their life go ahead the floor is yours absolutely um so ladies um this is what i will say to you um even in the midst of darkness if that's where you're finding yourself tonight you still got to believe that you are one of the most powerful beings that will walk the face of this earth that there's not any situation that you are going through that you cannot get yourself out of And then I would also say, believe in yourself, believe in your talents, go after whatever it is that your heart desires, 
there's something special about you that God placed in you that nobody else has. Hone in on that and nail it every single time that you are able to do so. And then the third thing that I will say, when you are presenting yourself to the world, be as authentic and as genuine as you possibly could be. You know, some people say, no, I don't want anybody getting close to me. I don't want to get hurt. Well, you're going to get hurt whether you expose yourself or whether you don't. But what you don't want is to have this representation of yourself walking around this earth and it's not even who you are. You can miss God's blessings that way. So I would say be authentic, believe in yourself and just hone in on your craft and you nail it every single time. Boy, that was powerful, Katrina. You be sure that when when I send you all the videos, be sure to take that section right there and just repurpose it over and over Ooh, and over. Yeah. Thank you for telling me yeah, that. Yeah, that was that was powerful. And thank uh, you, thank you to all of our women out there that are contributing and impacting lives throughout the world. I know the guest that we had tonight is making a major impact, and that is poet Katrina McCain. Her book, her second book, is "Then the Unexpected Happened." And you can get a copy at Amazon. Of course, PoetKatrinaMcCain.com is where her other book resides. She's got a book called Because She Decided to Love. I can't believe I'm remembering everything tonight with no notes. (laughs) I have no notes in front of me, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you you know it's a good interview because you're interviewing somebody that's that's a friend. So listen, Poet, we appreciate you. We'll do it again soon, okay? Sure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, tell all your friends they may want to get off the live because I got to, I got to like the pastor. He got to get the guest out for a minute. I got to have a little chat with the rest of the people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Take care. Bye.